2: Thanks for hanging out. Welcome into a Monday. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We are presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We have Hall of Fame coach George Darlington in studio with us to talk a little football with uh, Saturday's performance and also coach is always teaching football facts back in session in Omaha and in Lincoln seven weekly Tuesday evening classes with coach. We say hi to Elijah. We say hi to coach Darlington coach. Good to see you again. I always always catch up with you at the stadium and always love uh, hearing your thoughts. And, Another busy weekend of of uh, football, college and NFL, and of course, old uh, Oklahoma came to town last weekend, and uh, they were not very good guests.
3: Well, they they're a very good football team, and everybody knew it come, coming in, and uh, you know they're very talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they unfortunately have more Jimmys and Joes that are real talented than some of our lads and. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we have some younger players that, in this off week, uh, uh, they will identify. Mickey's talked about playing some of the other kids, giving them some playing time, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, they you know they're going to be hot on the recruiting trail, which is uh, is very important. So they need to develop, which uh, he's working on. They're actually form tackling which is something that they haven't done supposedly for four years, well, uh, two-hand touch doesn't work.
2: No, it doesn't. And uh, Nebraska continues to have issues on the defensive side of the ball with missed tackles, 14, 15, 16. You look at the three of the four games, uh, double digits and second-level in the secondary, George Darlington with us, and uh, two decades plus as a secondary coach for Nebraska, several national championships. We'll dive in. Elijah, busy uh, weekend for you with uh, not only uh, plenty of couch time and NFL coverage, but of course, we did the reaction show on Saturday. Tough ball game. We'll dive into the game, we'll get to your emails. We'll talk about Shenander's dismissal yesterday and what's next for Nebraska. We're excited to have Coach Darlington with us in studio. Numbers to dial up can get in touch with us at 466-3776, 3776 800-825-5865. can email the show Chris at HaleVarsity.com. Dot com. Be sure to find us on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio. Chris Schmidt at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal. And uh, follow the show as well at HVarsity Radio on Twitter at Hale Varsity uh, for all your football and other Husker needs. And then we're streaming. We're in StreamYard today on uh, Twitter, ESPN Lincoln's Twitter and ESPN Lincoln's Facebook is uh, where we're at, uh, can also comment on Twitter. Kimberly tweets in, the bar bill that came due might be my favorite line from Schmidt Radio. He has said all season, I'm brokenhearted about the season, and I'm also angry because there was no walk-the-walk going on with uh, the coaches, just a bunch of coach speak. I hope it's not going to be 1-11. And Elijah and Coach Darlington, you've got some some panic with the fan base, and you guys dealt with that uh, at, at times, but the panic was, oh, no, they're going 9-3. and three. Uh, yeah. Man, that's a dream. <laughs> that's, a, that's a dream season for Nebraska football. Plenty of season left, but you know what? A tough job for Mickey and a tough week for Mickey.
3: Well, the point is that, uh, uh, you know, in no way all down through the years after Frank fired the Soul Guys, um, I never wanted anything but Nebraska to do well. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter who was coaching Tom Osborne the same way. A lot of those coaches, uh, in my eye, thought were too stupid to ask him questions at times that would have helped them. But, uh, you know, it's sad. It, it really is. And, uh, you know, we have great fans and, um, uh, you know, we have a tradition that we have to get back to. And, uh, And it's just a matter of uh, getting the people in place, recruiting like mad. Uh, When I would go into California, because we'd been winning, it was easier for me to recruit really good players at times from California because Nebraska was Nebraska. Now these poor guys would go out there, and you're just another guy. I had an All-American sit in my living room two weeks ago, and I could mention, well, I'll mention his name, Steve Taylor. Mm-hmm. He said, Coach, I wouldn't even consider Nebraska today because of, you know, they haven't. Where they're yeah. at. Yeah. I mean, uh, and the other thing that uh, they have a problem with, which is uh, can't be overcome, is North Dakota State and some of those teams, the great walk-on won't come to Nebraska and turn down a North Dakota State scholarship. When I coached here, they were good programs. But most of the time, a kid would say, yeah, I'll coach I'll walk on, because it's not that expensive to go to school here. And uh, so they have to fight through that. But the bottom line is uh, uh, coach him up. Uh, Hopefully, uh, in my opinion, hopefully Mickey will be the head coach and uh, he will keep the staff that he wants to keep. I'm excited for Bill Bush being the coordinator, uh, he's had great success. He and Mickey have national championship rings. He has more than Mickey does, but uh, uh, you know, um, you know, you can't change everything in a week or two.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But I think in practices they're going to improve. Hopefully, the uh, next game they will will win against uh, IU, and. Uh, You know, build some momentum, find some younger players on the staff, like Mickey, or on the team, like Mickey said. Mm -hmm. We want to give some of those kids a chance to see if they can help us. And, uh, you know, go from there. I feel for Shenander. I feel badly for Scott. Um, You know, as Bear Bryant once said, half drunk at a convention, (laughs) there's only two people. (laughs) In this auditorium, and there were about 2,000 coaches, and he said, oh, two types of people in this auditorium, those that have been fired and those that will be fired.
2: What was what was Bear drinking?
3: I wasn't in, in his entourage. So we don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> A half-drunk
5: Bear Bryant. George Darlington's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, and George, I, I want to get your take on Bill Bush, h- him stepping up and filling the role of uh, interim defensive coordinator. A lot of experience in his career as a secondary coach, uh, a lot of time coaching the safeties. Not much time spent being a AD coordinator, though. What do you think Bill Bush is going to bring to that role?
3: Well, he was a coordinator with Utah and...
2: Uh, Rutgers, too, right? Uh,
3: Rutgers, I think, and he was... Urban got him to come to Ohio State and be a analyst and stuff, and... I'm confident Urban went into the defensive meeting told the defensive staff this isn't just a dude we brought off the street if he tells you something he's got you listen to him mm-hmm. you don't just say okay come on listen to the us prepare and uh, no he's an excellent coach he'll do well uh, he's at work at 5 in the morning And he works his tail off. He's had great success. And I have utmost confidence. But I also know the Jimmys and Joes are more important than the Xs and Os. You've got to improve the talent level. He's a tremendous recruiter. You've seen that quarterback who has a messed up leg on TV.
2: Alex Smith.
3: Alex Smith. You know who recruited Alex Smith? Bush. Bill Bush. And uh, he's recruited a lot of great players. And uh, he and uh, if Ron Brown gets turned loose um, in December, those guys plus the present staff that's kept can upgrade the upgrade the talent, and they'll coach him well. And I'm pulling for him. I hope that they they keep their job.
2: George Darlington in studio with us at Yale Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, we'll get into uh, some football facts, and we'll keep uh, we'll circle back here in a moment to where the where the program's at, and and more on Bush, and more on some of the Jimmys and Joes. But you have done three decades of of football facts. Tell folks uh, around the state what you've been doing, if they're not familiar with it, and if folks in Lincoln want to get signed up for Football Facts, uh, how they can do it. Let's go there for a moment before we get back to what's wrong with Nebraska football. Yeah, we have
3: two classes tomorrow night up in uh, Omaha at Faithful Shepherd Presbyterian Church on South 165th Street. We start at 630, seven-week course. Uh, We have a banquet in Lincoln on the 3rd of November. And the Southeast Community class begins on Thursday night at the Huck Building, and please call and let uh, them know that you're planning to come, if you are, because mm. uh, we want to make sure that we have enough students for uh, uh, to be a part of the, uh, of the class. It'll be my 39th year That's great. of teaching the class there. And uh, you can call them at 402-437-2700, and, uh, or you can fax them 402 402- um, six three
2: seven, two seven zero three. I think we'll get the uh, we'll get the phone number here on the on the crawl below if you're streaming us on ESPN Lincoln Facebook and right. ESPN Lincoln Twitter. But uh, you've got the Continuing Education Center that's South sixty eighth, room three zero three, and uh, that's when classes get rolling uh, again. The twenty second of September through November third, yes, and, is uh, is uh, we, the we uh,
3: have a tour of the stadium too. Uh, in October uh, in there, too.
2: Well, it's great that you're connected with Southeast Community College and you're doing this class as well, uh, Football Facts with George Darlington. Get signed up for it. Do you have someone that uh, wants to get a little bit more info on football? Coach, you have film sessions, you have breakdowns, and it's, it's at a level where guys like me can understand it.
3: Well, we uh, start from the very beginning. We hold up a football, as Vince Lombardi did, and he said, gentlemen, this is a football. We have a text, and we are blessed to get film from the university. Cool. And so we walk through plays. We have very few injuries during the year, but we do have a couple, <laughs> and uh, we have fun.
2: Well, I'm I'm excited for it. George Darlington is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio as he, uh, he is in studio with us. We'll check in with Coach McBride next hour, and uh, we'll probably do another segment with Coach George. But emails can get into us at Chris at Plenty to get into. Uh, also, can dial us up at 466-3776. So I want to I want to ask you here. We got about two minutes before we have to take a break, Coach, but. Okay, uh, Bush and your background with him, and you know what he is. And there's reason for excitement because with Bush, the defense can get better. Let's flip it around here uh, from, a, from the player's perspective. And with, uh, with, with making a change with Chenander, um, are, are you surprised that, that Nebraska did that here this early in the year with, with Mickey making a move?
3: Well, the thing is, Mickey worked with him at LSU. the, familiarity, see, with,
2: the familiarity with familiarity uh, is
3: there he knows Bill's Bush. philosophy, um, so uh, it's sad, you know like I say, I have no negative feelings, uh, but there'll be a different philosophy. they'll do things differently, and I, I wish them all the best, and I think he'll do well mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll chase him down the street if he doesn't do it. <laughs>
2: That's pretty good. What, from your vantage point, coaching defense as long as you have, what, what was going wrong with the Nebraska defense? Well, besides the the, the obvious, the missed task tackles. Well, and...
3: they weren't gap sound all the time. And uh you and I could have run through some of those holes.
2: It's very generous. You got to
3: have gap integrity now, if it's third and twenty, yeah you you don't have to worry about that because a guy runs for ten, they still have to punt Ooh. but you have to have gap integrity. You got to get speed on the field, and at some positions it just appears, and I don't know for sure, but it appears that we got some snails playing instead of some guys that can really run. And you've got to be able to run. They spread you out on offense. If you take a guy that can't run, matched up with a guy that can run,
2: It'd be a long time. there's
3: no way you can be successful. It isn't that you're not doing everything you've been coached to do, but it's a matter of genetics. The guy that runs 4-5 sometimes is going to beat the guy that runs 4-7. He won't beat him every time but he'll beat him enough that you're going to lose the game. Mm.
2: George Darlington is with us here on Hale city Radio in studio. Coach, you have a few more minutes for us. Can you hang out a little bit longer?
3: Yeah, traffic's out there. I don't want to go out no okay.
2: traffic. George Darlington's in studio. Uh, reaction to Nebraska-Oklahoma, the Chenander dismissal, and uh, Bill Bush now running the Husker defense. What's the rest of the season look like for the Big Red. George Darlington and studio, Coach McBride. In about 45 minutes, Hale Varsity Radio continues on a Monday. We're presented by Currency.
0: There's nothing better than enjoying some sun with a drink and hot dog in hand, taking in America's pastime. Whether you're here for the baseball or the entertainment that comes with it, Werner Park is the place to be. The Omaha Storm Chasers have a handful of home games remaining, so get your tickets before it's too late. Give yourself something to look forward to as the summer winds down. Don't miss this opportunity to make lifelong memories with family and friends.
1: And now, and now
2: back to Hale Varsity Radio. Tough one against Oklahoma, and we're here to talk about it. Also, the rest of the season outlook. It is bye week. Nebraska could use it. We have Hall of Fame coach George Darlington in studio with us. He has football facts. That class is underway in Omaha. Had a chance for you to get signed up in Lincoln for the Lincoln Sessions, 466-3776 or 800-825-5865. Those are the numbers to get in touch with us. Thoughts on Oklahoma? Thoughts on the Chinander dismissal? You know, um, I look at it like this. Uh, Bill Bush is a guy that's going to be a different voice, much like Mickey's a different voice as head coach. So uh, Mickey thought that was the best direction for Nebraska football. Uh, Love the Chins. Great dude and uh, wish him well moving forward. The defense was having a tough go of it. It doesn't seem real fair uh, in this instance where you look at body of work and the defensive side of the football's body of work was by far the best uh, of the Frost era. That that side of the football kept you in a lot of ball games that you didn't end up winning anyway. But uh, special teams and offense have been more of a mess than the defensive side. But the defense has just uh, been a bit of a train wreck this year with 35 points a game allowed and over 500 yards. And it wasn't just Oklahoma. Oh, you could have named their score. But, uh, you know, you, you have, Coach, and, and you know this, and we'll get to the phone calls in a minute, you know how important recruiting and development is. And it just seems like Nebraska really, have, they have not found their wheelhouse with that. Either guys are, are playing and they're not ready, or there's been some underdevelopment, or whatever the case may be. It's 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 not working, and and you're missing tackles, and uh, it's really showing defensively.
3: Well, and don't forget the great receiver from uh, from uh, Kentucky,
2: Wandale. Yeah,
3: you know, we had to. They moved him to mm-hmm. I-back, and he got killed. Yeah, he did. He's not a, a running back. Mm-hmm. He's a great slot receiver. I think he's in the NFL now. Mm-hmm. He transfers home, makes all ACC, and that's not a minor conference.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, you know, they just were void. Now they have some running backs now that are pretty good, mm-hmm. and, and and that's great. But uh, you can't lose a kid who's a difference maker uh, like that. But they were struggling. They had to try to do something to have a running game of some sort two mm-hmm. years ago.
2: What what's your assessment cuz you've coached secondary a lot but you also coached rush ins You've coached on the lines of scrimmage. What's your assessment of the offensive and defensive line right now? Can they can they get better? It seems like they're they're really well, it doesn't seem like they are really struggling when it comes to to sacks and but they're giving up off the edge. I mean, uh, four sacks, eight hurries, 13 quarterback hits. That's just against Oklahoma, but it's been kind of an ongoing issue.
3: Well, the thing is they've had some injuries on the offensive line, which has really hurt them
2: Mm
3: -hmm. uh, because uh, Donovan's coaching the heck out of those kids, Mm -hmm. but he's playing with some second-teamers that should be good backups and he's lost some people due to injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensively, you know, they, um, they're they okay, but there's no great— uh,
2: There's no dude.
3: No, there's no Randy Gregory, whether he's on drugs or not. And uh, the point is that, uh, uh, you know, they have to scheme to, to be able to get pass rush and stuff like that. There's no, no effort on an opposing team to chip one of the rush-ins right now. They're good players. I'm not taking anything mm-hmm. away from them. But they aren't world beaters.
2: Let's go to the phones. Who do we have? We've got Bob on the phone lines. Bob, go ahead. Thanks for calling. Smithy, you're not going to like what I have to say, and I don't like saying this. Go
4: for it. But I don't want miss Sand. I'm no longer going to be listening to Nebraska football. I'm, I'm going to be listening, to, as, as usual, I do the Morningside University of Sioux City, North Dakota State. Uh, and those guys, they know how to win. But the, the, today, these kids anymore, you can't yell at them. Uh, the, the, the whole this whole millennial generation, was just raised entirely differently than than the people that came up to play for, for the Nebraska in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. It's a whole different mentality, and I just don't think mentally, uh, that they're tough enough to handle um what
2: it takes to be a, what it takes to be a really good football team and i'm you know they dodged, i'm going to jump in on you brother thanks for the phone call they've uh, they've got to get coached up and and there's some changes that are being made coaching wise and we'll see if that if that takes hold but i you know what i i you do what you got to do on saturdays i mean whatever keeps you going football wise and if you're not going to listen to football, that's uh, that's your call. But you know, there's still some season left. We're getting to that part of the conversation with Coach Darlington as well. But yeah, you've uh, you've been very vocal about your frustration with Nebraska football over the years. You've also been supportive when there's been some some things to cheer about.
4: Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, I I want to cheer for Nebraska. I, 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 but halftime, you know, I. I it was just over at the half, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, one thing uh, as a side note, my city must be the we are going to be Car Cup champions again in hockey at the end of the year too. Mark <laughs> my words, but but I'm just saying, you know, um, I don't. Maybe I'll keep listening. I, I don't. I, I never quit on anything, especially. on so maybe I'm, I'm sure I'd not quit Nebraska, but right now, I mean, I'm 67, Smitty, and growing up with Nebraska the way it was in this, with Bob Devaney and Tom mm-hmm. Modern were here, having all of this happen, you have no idea what the heartbreak it, it is for me, especially when I look back and I think, you know, as imperfect as, as uh, you know, we had a good coach and that was nine and three. Pellini was a great coach. He wasn't perfect, but at least at least got nine wins a year, but they, but Nebraska said, nah nah that's not good enough. And you know, greed is one of the seven deadly sins. And um, I and I think right now Nebraska paying for the fact that they were so damn beat, so damn greedy.
2: Ooh. Uh and it bugs me to say it, but Bob, thanks I, for the phone call, buddy. I get you. I get you. All right, good stuff from Bob. Bob, Coach, you uh, as
3: Tom Osborne said when we were behind against um, some team from the South uh, that uh, we came back to win.
2: South Carolina?
3: No, it was uh, the one uh, the running back, the great running back, Auburn. Auburn was Bo, the head of yeah, 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 Bo Jackson, Nebraska Bo Jacksons, us. And we go into the locker room, and he told the kids. And then he later made a huge sign that was in our locker room. The only people that care about you kids are in this room.
2: Mm, Tom made that sign.
3: Oh, yeah, big sign. It was in our locker room for forever. After that Auburn game, we came back, beat them. But uh, that was the first time that... You heard boos from mm-hmm. the stands. And, uh, you know, fair weather fans, hey, that's the case. We start winning, uh, which we will, uh, because you look at the stands full, like uh, the Oklahoma people said, they shake their heads. When we beat them one time 70-some to something, the only people in the stands in Norman were, were Nebraska fans. Mm-hmm. They all abandoned it. Now the fan base is good. If this dude wants to go somewhere else, and 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 certainly those teams he mentioned are very good, mm-hmm. but uh, hey, uh, we'll sell your ticket somewhere. Just turn <laughs> them in.
2: Yeah. There's someone who wants uh, to, to step in. Coach Darlington's with us. Yale City Radio. Coach in studio. Football Facts gets rolling September 22nd through November 3rd in Lincoln at the Continuing Education Center. Get signed up, or do you have someone that wants to get uh, caught up and taught on football? Is, uh, someone's calling jo- Coach Darlington right now to get signed up. That's your bookie. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, what about the 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 setup right now with Nebraska? How good can they how good can they get this year? What's what's still doable under Mickey and this team? I mean they're they're three and they're one and three right now. What's what's reality? The West isn't great. How much better can they get? Is there still there's still lots of season left technically? But what, what's 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 a fair outlook?
3: Well, they're win-wise. Gonna, they're going to be underdog a lot, no question about that, and you knew that before. But you play it one at a time. I mean, our focus is on beating Indiana. Mm-hmm. Indiana's undefeated right now. Uh, whether they'll be after this week, I don't know.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, hey, you beat Indiana. Maybe there'll be some changes made personnel wise. Maybe there'll be some replacements that are better, and then you get ready a game that'll be tough against my alma mater on a Friday night because that guy's a good football coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you go from there. I hope that they can win five or six more games, get into a bowl game against some slappy team playing New York <laughs> when it's snowing, and end up 7-6 and six or 8-5. and five. Uh, but people, Is there enough
2: talent on the team to do that?
3: Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, I'm not down there and I haven't timed them and, and sure. all that stuff, but yeah. you got 150 kids, and there are a few young kids that maybe can make a difference and play some and uh, get better, and you coach them up. And who knows? The ball is oblong. It's not round. And, uh, hey, all you're focused on is beating Indiana on the first
2: we got about a minute here before a quick break. We'll spend some more time here on Football Facts, Coach. But from a development standpoint, what if you can give it to me in 60 seconds, what needs to happen with the program when it comes to getting guys ready to play and play at a high level? Yes, get good talent, but what about manufacturing some of that talent?
3: Well, you got to form tackle. And you got to become a great tackling team like uh... – the guy at Illinois, and he's now in the Pro. no, no, the guy before, who was a great coach, Coach oh, lovey, lovey. Lovey, they they tackled as well as any team I've ever seen. Well, you can develop that, and if they become a much better tackling team, then the the uh, they're going to have a better chance to win, mm-hmm. and I expect them to do that. Mm-hmm. And Mickey's already started it last week. Um, You know, you can't play touch football for four years and then suddenly become good tackler because you have to take angles. You have to wrap up and put your face on the football and wrap up and, uh, you know, you can become a lot better, but you have to work at it.
2: It's George Darlington. A few more minutes with Coach Darlington. Hale Varsity continues. We're presented by Currency. Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain
5: cancer. Of those children, nearly 30 percent will not survive, and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning in to the 10th annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit TeamJackFoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure.
1: And now, and now
2: back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, at Hale Varsity. We are presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Coach Darlington. uh, Be with us here in just a moment. Some comments from StreamYard. And uh, you're welcome to uh, watch us here on HVarsity Radio Twitter at ESPN Lincoln. Twitter at ESPN Lincoln. Facebook is uh, where you go to uh, watch the show. You can listen all across the state, of course. Vic. Chimes in. Great to hear Coach Darlington. My son got one of his books a few years ago. Brennan chimes in and says 9-3 and three with Bo was great, but getting torched. Anytime we played a top 25 team, sucked. And uh, we'll dive in with Coach Darlington right now. Again, Coach has done this for 39 years. It's called Football Facts. And uh, when we talk about uh, Nebraska football, Uh, Coach Darlington's seen and done it, man. 39 years of coaching football facts. Your chance to sign up now and do so uh, September 22nd through November 3rd. And they'll be at the Continuing Education Center with Coach Darlington. It's a 630 to 830 class. And uh, you can call up and find out more information here to get signed up. Uh, when you go and register online, the key word is football. If you go to SEC, Southeast Community College's website, can log on uh, or send email, uh, continuing uh, continuing ed at, at southeast.edu. The phone number to get signed up here for football facts is 402-437-2700. Or if you have any more questions, you can call 402 210 11 Fifty-eight. There is a cost for this class, but uh, you get a banquet at the end. Coach usually has some players speak at the end, and uh, there's uh, seven weekly Tuesday classes that are ongoing right now at uh, Faithful Shepherd Presbyterian in Omaha. There's also a Lincoln class that gets rolling here, but you got to get signed up now. Get signed up now with Southeast Community College and Coach Darlington here. Uh, with football facts coach. uh, I want to go back to a caller and a couple of emails we've had uh, when it comes to to coaching 18 to 22 year olds, being able to connect with them and and motivate with them. And, And you've got a generation right now where it's, there's a lot of technology. There's a lot of kids that have been told, man, you're so good. You got the portal. You have NIL. They have a chance to make some money. And it's it's a it's a new challenge. Yep. Connecting with the kids always been the main challenge, and getting the best out of them, right? Being able to connect well, and true. coach them up. But you have some some other hurdles to deal with, good and bad.
3: Yes, there's no question. The portal and all those things have really complicated um, coaching. Now, if you look at the Nebraska program, there's two pages of people that have responsibility at Nebraska, um, various things related to recruiting, and uh, it's a whole different ball game in that regard. But kids are still kids, and the point is uh, they want to do well. If you're fair with them and coach them hard, that's not going to be a problem. And if a kid wants to bail, let him bail. Go get somebody that wants to play. Uh, tell you a story about uh, Sorley. He was our quarterback. Tom Sorley? Tom Sorley was recruited. Tom said, Tom, you're the only quarterback I want to take. And uh, we had another kid that called and uh, wanted to come. And Tom honored his word. He called Tom Sorley and he said, look, uh, we'll turn this player down. Because I promised you, you're the only quarterback we're going to take. Tom Sorley said, hey, coach, take him. I don't care about competition. Well, you know, you have an attitude like that of people that, uh, and you have great kids today. But, uh, no, it, kids are kids. Uh, a lot of them want to go to the NFL, which mm-hmm. is great, and uh, they want to play in a winner. Well, here's how you have, what you have to do to win. We're not winning. What you have to do mentally, you have to go into a game. Maybe not the Oklahoma game. You got to go in to think we're going to beat Indiana. Doesn't matter what happens early. And uh, we seldom had kids that ever went in a game that did not think they were going to win.
2: Different story now. You've yes, had you've had right. a lot of years of a lot of losses.
3: Well, the thing is, last year uh, those kids. Played good enough to lose. They had talent. They should have won more games. But push came to shove, in my opinion. They expected to lose in the extent of expecting to win. Well, that's the hardest thing for a losing team to flip, to go in with the idea hey, we're going to win.
2: Well, you got to see it happen, right? To actually believe in some instances.
3: Well, but the point is the next game you got to go on the field against Indiana sure. and think we're going to kick the crap out of them, and it doesn't matter what the score is early. We're going to win. We're going to find a way to beat IU. And uh, then next week when you go to New Brunswick, uh, Piscataway Township, uh, you got to go with the idea, hey, a hostile environment. Rutgers is a very sound football team. But no matter what, we're going to win the game. And and you've got to have that attitude and uh you know, if by how we practice that can enhance that type of attitude. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can actually now tackle. I don't have to tag off. Uh, I can I've learned proper angles. I won't miss that tackle on the Oklahoma quarterback.
2: It's confidence. Yeah. Pete, thanks for hanging on. Go ahead, bud.
3: Hey Coach, I
6: got a question for you.
2: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm.
6: I hear a lot of people say that we can't go back to the 90s. And I understand we can't maybe go back to the offense of the 90s. But we need to get back to Tom Osborne's process. And his process, anybody who's educated on the process, is a winning process. It's a process he set up for Alabama. It's a process that that builds winning character. And if you practice hard enough during the week, the, the game doesn't come as a surprise. And I really think we need to get to what Tom thinks was required in the state of Nebraska, and that's get kids, build them up, take kids that uh, maybe not have the perfect body or quite fast enough, and you, and you build on that. And eventually you start building a program that your first, second, third, and fourth string all know the plays, they know how to play, they know how to tackle, and then you, you've got a winning program. I
3: wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think Thanks, you Pete. mentioned it very uh, succinctly. The Nebraska way, uh, Alabama practices the Nebraska way. They aren't too bad. And, uh, <laughs> the point is that, uh, yeah, the process. Our second-team defense never had fewer snaps until Thursday than our first-team defense. Defense and the first team and second team offenses got the same number of snaps, and the thirds and fours, of course, uh, when we had teamwork, they were all working. The only people that didn't work were injured players, and after a period of time, and maybe it was years, you would have players that would develop. Not all of them became starters mm-hmm. or second team, but they all contributed to the program and. And I'm sure they'll get back to that, and they're attempting to do that even starting last week.
2: George Darlington with us for a whole hour, excited to have Coach here. We'll wrap up this first hour. It's Hale Varsity on a Monday, and we're presented by Currency. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Big thanks to George Darlington in studio with us for this first hour. Coach McBride's about 15 minutes away for a Monday with Charlie. We'll get to your emails, and you'll have a lot of hour two for calls into the show here. Hail Varsity, we're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. So, Coach Darlington, again, football facts, get signed up. Time is winding down. It's two-minute drill time, Coach, yeah, for...
3: in Lincoln class. You better believe it. Yeah, two-minute
2: drill time. So get signed up. <laughs> Please out. call tomorrow. Yep, football facts. Uh, make it happen September 22nd through November 3rd. 6.30 to 8.30, Tuesday nights at the Continuing Education Center. 402-437-2700. That's uh, the phone call out to SEC. Any more questions, you can uh, also call... 402-210-1158. We'll uh, post something here. Elijah will post a way to get in touch with football facts. We'll do that here on, on our Twitter social handles medias, yep. social medias. Coach, we've got about three minutes. Okay. Uh, I need two questions answered. One, if for some reason Mickey can't keep this job, Urban, Campbell, Leopold, how do those names grab you? I know you're a Mickey guy first and foremost.
3: Yes, I am. And, uh, um, you know, the men that you've mentioned are very good. Uh, I am uh, would lean towards Lance. Mm-hmm. Lance's play coached.
2: Is he coached with you, correct?
3: No, he sat in the office <laughs> <laughs> for a year. He was coaching at UNO. He yeah. wanted to learn. He you know, just sat in the office
4: and Shattered studied you. Okay. what
3: we were doing. Went to Morningside and won National, or not uh, Whitewater, mm-hmm. won National Championships. Had winning records at Buffalo, which is halfway to Moscow. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, it's 3-0 and at KU. He's got his staff with him. They've been with him a long time. He's an excellent coach. The other guys that have been mentioned, the Campbell guys, an excellent coach there at Iowa State. He's done a fine job. Uh, Urban is an old man, and I wouldn't hire him myself. But, uh, you know, I hope Mickey gets the job. Mm-hmm. I, I won't waver in that regard, but if they don't offer it to him, I hope they offer it to the Lions.
2: What about uh, the, the job Trev has done? You know Trev well as far as having to come in and – Just the oversight he's had to have with the football program in this tough season.
3: Oh, I think Trev's done an outstanding job. I think it's uh, how tough is it uh, to come into this situation. Your marquee program of football is not doing well. Uh, You have other sports that are doing extremely well. And now you have a non-basketball school and basketball has not done well, Mm -hmm. even though coach has a great background Mm -hmm. and so you know not to wish people ill but if they don't do well in basketball you may have to fire the coach Mm -hmm. well the coach is an excellent coach but so he has a tough job
2: Mm -hmm. Coach this has been so much fun thank you so much when are we going to go get some tacos
3: well that's up to you because you owe
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love George uh, Darlington, uh, coach, Hall of Fame coach with Nebraska football. Get signed up. Football facts ongoing here in Lincoln, uh, September 22nd, November 3rd. uh, A seven-week adventure of football. 39 years. Coach has been teaching that. All the ins and outs for football. Coach, we'll uh, get a taco this week, all right?
3: It sounds great, and thank you for having me.
2: I appreciate your time. Coach McBride's on the way on Monday with Charlie, and uh, reaction to the football weekend next hour. $10 off a full year of Hale Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe, promo code GBR Back with you. It's hour two. It's Hale Varsity. We are presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. And it was a bit of a reunion weekend. It was awesome to have Coach Charlie McBride back on Husker soil. We welcome in Coach McBride, a Monday with Charlie. Coach, how was the weekend? Good to talk with you again. Thanks for the time.
7: Well, you know, I don't know how to answer you exactly, but the weekend and the people that um, were terrific. I mean, you know, we got to see a lot of a lot of people, and you know, when I coached there, all those guys on the seventy and seventy-one team had their reunion, and and you know, they were always around. So I, a lot of them, I knew, and. Uh, you know, tailgated with them and head of, you know, and our players too. They were all mixed up and it was, uh, we, Debbie and I went to the dinner and I didn't get a chance to talk to Barry till the next day, but I spent some time with, uh, Boz he was <laughs> he's a beauty, but, uh, you know, he was out with all of our guys that, you know, that played, you know, he was out with the, the team kind of
2: did uh did, and, uh did Weigert have any chicken wings for you
7: oh yeah no he didn't he didn't but he had uh cokes and um he was pretty pretty even you know i mean he wasn't doing he wasn't he wasn't performing that day <laughs> 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 but I'll tell you what there was some, you know, we had a great time. My wife was, you know, um excited about seeing all the guys that she hadn't seen in so many years. Uh, you know, it's kind of kind of fun cuz you know, women they they get to know a few people and and especially the players and you know, and when they see them it's it's a lot of fun. So that was that was great, and we we drove all day yesterday, which is oh, about man. ten hours, is eleven hours. But um, that's no fun. But uh, other than that, it was a, it was a great weekend. The uh, the game was, um, you know, it was just not good. But uh, you know something about that thing is, uh, you know, when you watch a game, there's always the scores. It wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But there's always some good things and some kids that are young and some things you see that you're like wow that's pretty good you know, and so it's and I didn't walk away from that place going like holy moly we're you know we're in a tank, and you got to realize too you know you got change in everything and and you got what four days mm-hmm. to play Oklahoma with another coach yeah <laughs> that's, not, that's that's a little rough, and uh, but that that was, you know, that kind of stuff. Kind of, you, you, I don't know what else you can expect. Mm-hmm. You, know, that, you know, you know, and some of those kids, if you realize that the players that transferred in here, they really don't know about Nebraska. They, you know, and and I think one of the things that Mickey knows for a fact. That we can't lose the Nebraska blood out of our state, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and that's that's really important. I mean, it 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 really is. It has a lot to do with leadership. It has a lot to do with a lot of things, you know. But we shouldn't quit recruiting other places. That's you know, we did that, but you can't lose the heart of your program.
2: Charlie McBride's with us on Monday with Charlie. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We just got done spending time with Coach Darlington as he was in to talk uh, some football and some football facts with us. His classes get started uh, this week in Lincoln that he's been teaching, and you got to see a bunch of uh, players and, and coaches, which is awesome. Uh, you, you mentioned the reunion. Coach, what do you think about the change that Mickey made yesterday with Coach Chinander. I know you got close with Coach Chin's.
7: Um, well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like. You know, my wife said always says the same thing. There's only two kinds of coaches: those that have been fired, and those that are about to be. You know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and it's it's when you. And you start moving families. We've we've been, we've moved around without being fired, and it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough changing people. It's tough in the middle of the stream like this year. Or you feel like you're nowhere. Yeah, you know, you, you can't. Everything's going on. You can't find. You can't try to get something else right now because everything's closed. It's it's really hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it and. You don't know what's happening with your kids at school because young kids are pretty tough. I was lucky; I had three boys, Mm -hmm. and if you have girls, though, it's a little tougher. And um, because nobody wanted to say anything around my kids, because if you said something to one, there was two more coming. (laughs) That's so, funny. so, uh, so I, I didn't really have a whole lot of, of those. My kids coming home and say they were saying bad things about your dad, and, and I, I found out that my real name is not McBride. <laughs> it's, it's Coach. Run it again. <laughs>
2: That's funny. That's funny.
5: Coach Kelly McBride is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio and. And, Coach, you mentioned that aspect of, of running it again, and, man, this defense looks like uh, they could have uh, used a few more reps in practice after that performance against Oklahoma on Saturday. 1,200 yards over the past two games to Georgia Southern and Oklahoma. And my question to you is when you watch that defense, pe- people talk about the tackling being a problem, Mad Nazi, and the, 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 the mm-hmm. gap fits. Well, what do you see as, as being the problem within that defense, and is it fixable?
7: Uh, the problem is there, but I did see. I uh, I did not see it exactly because I wasn't here there. But when Mickey took over, uh, about a, a, a major part of that day was tackling live mm-hmm. and and teaching and now uh, things like that. Um, the, the th- those things have to be. You know, I think if there was one thing that I would say fundamentally was a lot of times the finer things you really have to work on, the ones that make a difference. People think, well, these little things, don't worry about them. Well, let me tell you something. The little things are the ones that contribute to the big things. (laughs) And if you can't do the little things, the big things aren't there. Never happen. And, um, I mean, this is talking about footwork. This is talking about pad level, this is talking about so many different things that, you know, I could write down a list of stuff. And um, I know that Joni called me tonight, who was my secretary, Joni Duff, Mm -hmm. and uh, said that um, Bill wanted to call me tomorrow if I would be here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bill, Bill knows what's going on. I mean, he just, I I just think he has a couple of things he probably wants to ask me about, or he wouldn't be bugging me. But they have a week here to make that transition. And um, I didn't see any negative uh, parts out of it. I wasn't there when when they made the the change today or yesterday. Um, But I was there. I was close by when they made the major change and um mm-hmm. i never saw any negativism come out of the players so and i never got to talk really sit down with one and talk to him i, I kind of wished i had of a little bit i mm-hmm. i was kind of looking forward to maybe talking with the kids um with with uh, ty robinson a little bit because you know we lived out real close to where he he was and um Stuff like that. And so just to kind of get a feeling for what, you know, kind of he, – he's a good leader, and, and he probably has some feelings about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's not fun. And the portal thing and all that other stuff adds to the problem. You know, I mean, kids could pack up after the year's out, jump the portal, or now now coaches can come – it sounds to me like they can come – come and talk to you and tell you how much money they can give you. If you come there, Mm -hmm. we're losing kids right now. Decommitting that's happening. And that's an example of, because what, what do you think they're telling them? They're telling them what they don't even have a coach. Mm -hmm. They don't know who the coach is going to be. They don't have this. They don't have that. And we have this much money we can give you. (laughs) You know, that's, that's, that's how you burn a program. And you and you make um, one one part of your program. What do you have? Oklahoma. We had Oklahoma and Nebraska. You go to the Big Ten, Michigan and Ohio State. The rest of the guys were just there. You know, it was. And you can't do that if you want to have a good conference and you want to have a good. You know that makes money for TV mm-hmm. and so forth.
2: Coach, I want to go to the offensive line, Uh, and I know that defense is your forte, but you are great on the offensive line as well. And what can Nebraska do to get better keeping their quarterback upright? It was a tough day for Casey and the Nebraska quarterbacks.
7: Well, the biggest thing is you're playing zone defense. You better be able to run like it's called a dog nowadays because they spread you out so far, and you got so many here. So much area to cover. Mm-hmm. If you're a drop linebacker, or you're doing those things, so there's a lot of difference. And so we had we went to the speed part, mm-hmm. and it made a difference in our program. And we had to cut down some guys that were pretty good mm-hmm. um, football players because they just couldn't run fast enough. Uh that's that's a that's that's always a problem with everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to get the, the real speed guy. I, I I used Larry Stations at 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 Central a long time ago we lost to Iowa. That was the first player I ever came to the state and I ever knew we lost mm-hmm. for a while. But as you know, he didn't never went to the NFL. He was an all American at Iowa but he couldn't run. And, you know, to be able to cover the pass, he, he'd play the run. Like, you know, so there's those things. You have guys that can play the run, but breaking on the ball and getting covering ground and doing things like that. It takes a while. Now there's some young players there. If you look at Nebraska there, you, and and this is not a good thing, but they only have two seniors really. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that, I mean, they should have 20. Right. So you have a whole bunch of, of, of guys that are coming back. And uh, and now you have a, pro, a program that is everybody's going to be involved. When I was at practice one day, there wasn't a player on that field that was not involved in doing something. Mm. And And I went out on Wednesday. They had a scrimmage for the threes and fours. Out there by themselves, and then they came in. Were coached by the coaches. They in turn turned around and waited, and the other and what they called the traveling team, the mm-hmm. team that was suiting up mm-hmm. and eligible, they came in and played practiced and played, and and uh, uh, so and then they became the scout team. So they were, you know, all all but the, a, a little bit. They were doing something and learning something the whole time. So what I saw, what Mickey did, was, you know, he did something that I don't know if I could have done. You know, he had some really good ideas about how to handle all this stuff.
2: Coach got about got about a minute here. I want to ask you about your time with Trev. How's he
7: doing, Gene? Well, we had a good time because Gene Huey was there, and as you know, Gene was. I think 19 years with the Colts and mm-hmm. um, plus he played, you know, here and was a defensive coordinator and at Ohio state and, you know, the head coaches, he's been in. So, and, and uh, Tony Samuel mm-hmm. and myself and Trev all sat down and talked. It was pretty much, you know, about friendships and stuff like that. It wasn't um, Trev didn't get into the, you know, the private stuff that, that we didn't try to, right. You, know, you just wanted to see each it. other. Yeah. But, but I, the leadership I felt good about, I mean, you know, I really felt good about, I even asked him um, what, now, how do you, how are you going to work this with, with Mickey? I mean, he's, uh, it, has he got a chance to be the head coach? And, and he said, well, this is all going to play out and we're going to have to see. And that's, that's what you do. I mean, I don't know what else you can do. But he said he made some tough decisions at Omaha and had a lot of people who weren't really happy. But when it came down to the end, you know, everything was pretty good. I really think that that we're on the right track. I I really do. And, you know, it's funny. I call my kids out in Arizona and they they really follow what's going on in they they don't seem to be complaining about anything. I mean, they just think that it's all going to turn around sometime. Well, so,
2: we'll see when it does, for sure. Charlie McBride with us on hmm. Monday with Charlie. Coach, I'm glad you got back to Lincoln and got to see a bunch of folks, and it was awesome for, for uh, so many folks to be able to see you. Enjoy your bye week, and we'll talk Monday and get ready for Indiana. How's that sound?
7: We're going to beat them. <laughs> I'm gonna beat by band. <laughs> okay, well, thanks
2: for having me, Coach. Appreciate you so much. You take okay. care, okay? Okay. Okay. Bye now. There he is, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride. A Monday with Charlie. Good uh, insight, man. Two uh, two legends with the Nebraska football program. Love Coach McBride and uh, Coach George Darlington. The rest of the time is for you. Can join us. Email or give us a shout at four six six three seven. We'll dive into the dismissal of Chenander a little further. Uh, We know what happened, but why? Uh, That's on the way with Hale Varsity.
0: When you think of Union Omaha, what comes to mind? The high level of play, the inviting atmosphere, the amazing promotions, huh? I spoke to a former player, and when I asked for one thing that made playing for Union Omaha so special, he responded with the people, his teammates, the staff, and the fans. The super passionate, crazy, awesome fans, that is. Why am I bringing this up? Because I want to remind you that the people are just as important to the team as the team is to them. There are plenty of matches down the stretch, and we want to see you in the seats. Get your tickets now. Now, before it's too late, chime in 402 466 ESPN
1: or email the show Chris at HailVarsity.com.
2: Just try me, try me. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. Back with you to Hail Varsity. We're presented by Currency. What to tell you about red zone tickets? The time is now to get a hold of those next. Husker football or volleyball seats. Want to go to the NFL? Want to go see Denver or Kansas City? How about Creighton basketball? Maybe a final four run for Creighton this year. Concerts, theater, Dave Matthews coming to CHI in November. All happening with your friends at Red Zone Tickets. Do you have tickets you want to buy or sell? Red Zone Tickets can make that happen for you. RedZoneTickets.com. They're locally owned. They're great folks. They're out of Omaha And they're a local source, right? They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, and we're talking 100% guarantee. You'll receive authentic tickets and experiences you'll never forget. And you know what? You have a bucket list. We all have a bucket list of events and things we want to go do. Uh, RedZoneTickets.com dot com can help create those memories that last a lifetime. Uh visit today RedZoneTickets.com, dot com, RedZonetickets.com and uh get uh, to that concert or pro event or theater performance or ball game. You've uh, been thinking about now the time is to pull the trigger with Red Zone Tickets selling fun since two thousand one. Mike with us here on Hale Varsity. Mike, thanks for hanging. Go ahead.
0: Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. What do you know? Well, I was just wondering how I talk, I want to talk about the uh, Big Ten West Division race, how you see it shaping up after a few weeks as we enter um, conference play in earnest. You know, there have, been some, there have been a lot of hiccups from Nebraska to Northwestern to Iowa to Wisconsin. Um, Minnesota looked pretty good, but they haven't played anybody good. Wisconsin sort of looked a little better last week. Uh, what do you sort of think about the teams around the Big Ten West and how Nebraska fits in
2: there? Oh, Mike, that's a, that's a question. I mean, theoretically, like, it should be wide open, right? It should be anyone's ball game because Northwestern, while they beat Nebraska, uh, isn't going to stay 1-0 and in the Big Ten West. Iowa will get better. But, how big a liability is their offense going to be? Their defense is good enough to win them clearly some seven to three ball games, but uh, they 'll eventually with their crossover run into some problems. I think Wisconsin gets destroyed at Ohio State, so that 's one crossover loss and it 's going to be grinded out against Illinois. Purdue can score points, but they 're not what they were defensively i mean they're they're uh where they're at right now one and two and then there's Nebraska right now Nebraska doesn't look more talented than anybody else in the division can they they,
5: and they definitely look less disciplined
2: yeah so can they can they win some shootouts how much better can Nebraska get better how much how much better and how much quicker can Nebraska get better I think a bye week Mike is a thousand percent essential this week calm some things down go back to work and they got to get Indiana. If they don't get Indiana, I think things could wane. It's already bad. You're one in three, but if you don't get Indiana, then I think then one in eleven is not out of the question. Which, which is, I didn't think I'd utter. I, I think that, you know they could have gone four and eight, five and seven this year if things went sideways in Dublin. But now you're in real danger zone. What's the confidence level like? What's the, even, what's the, the buy even level? with yeah? What's what's the change? Uh, what's what's the the belief that's going to mm. say okay? Uh, we made changes, this is for the better, my guy's not here anymore, am I going to listen to this new voice? Because we're still losing. And, and not only are we losing, but we're getting blown out.
0: Yeah. No. So, you know, I'm a Minneapolis guy, and I'll be honest, when uh, when Ben Hart went to Nebraska, I mean, that was a big loss, at least seemingly for for fans, but man, he's been, he's been kind of rough, hasn't he? Do they have anyone else they could put
2: at tackle there? They, well, here's the thing, man. Mike, they, they they have recruited 18 or 19 different linemen between the portal and high school, and yet their options right now at tackle uh, are or Corcoran, who is a top 150 guy, Ben Hart, a top 150 guy, and And then teddy and teddy 's hurt for the rest of the year yeah, you 've got uh Hunter anthony you got from okie State give him a look you 've got Williams give him a look because by now you should have more than two options at tackle, and they don't and that's that 's an issue that 's a big time problem and uh if they're going to if that's the best Nebraska has then that's the best nebraska has i 'll say this nebraska's gotten. Uh, the best player in Minnesota probably three of the last four years and 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 I think uh, Emmett will be good, the running back but so far the kids they've beaten air quote beaten Minnesota for haven't done much on the field because you got the linebacker as well, the outside linebacker remember his name? sort of, kind of Mike, thanks for the phone call, appreciate it so that's... Um, that's where they're at. You lose the Minnesota State Player of the Year, two out of the last four years, and it's um it's not been well. Good, well. <laughs> High level for Nebraska. But you got to keep coaching them up, and we'll see. Uh, numbers to get in, we'll get to more of your phone calls, 466 3776 6800 825 5865 Brennan has a curiosity question. If it were week 9 or 10, do you think Chin would have been fired? This whole thing is just weird to grasp that it's only week 4. It is weird to see someone make a move. But Mickey, I think Mickey's take is, it ain't getting better. Um, I'm preaching accountability. So I've got to be accountable, and this is, this is a move we're going to make. And I, I have a bet. I'm thinking Mickey's saying, look, like we've got a better shot with Bill Bush running the defense than Coach Chenander. And it's been a four year window. It's not body of work. The body of work that Mickey made his judgment on was this season, not the body of work you and I've seen. With Coach Chinnander over the years, and I don't like blowing somebody out at this point in the year. I kind of get it if they're grasping to spark something. Well, and, and that's that's what I wonder if, if. We know why this year's been awful five fifty or five hundred yards and thirty five points a game. Elijah, overall, Chinn's has been the bright spot. And
5: it's hard to take this year. Looking, this, looking this back, season. I think the question becomes: Was Chinn's the bright spot, or was the players they had on the field the bright spot? And, and I don't want to discount the coaching. Uh, as a part of getting those
2: guys ready to go on the field, but man. I'll say this, like Chin's you look at the defense when it comes to Daniels and and Stilly and Jojo and the safeties, right? And and Cam Taylor Britt. I mean, you look at twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one, they got a ton better. That is because of Chinander. Mm-hmm. And I think Tuiyoti... As a teacher, he was probably a good D line coach, but as a recruiter, I mean Nebraska, you're seeing a uh, just a void in the line. You've you've gone heavy in the portal, and that hasn't paid off yet. Right, guys aren't earning their apartments or their jeeps yet. And I think they'd be the first to tell you. And meanwhile, the linebackers getting the hell beat out of them because no one's keeping the fat guys off of them at the second level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you got one guy in the secondary right now. And two safeties that it's either their first time as the guy or their things aren't getting communicated quick enough because assignment alignments very real right now with this defense. But at least they're tackling now, mm-hmm. right? because that's that's been the big part. But you have Northwestern going 94 Nebraska on you in Dublin. And it just gets worse. And but it, it looked okay early, and then you have Gabriel go 61 yards like he's Taylor Martinez. Well, I, I wonder how much of this is results on the field and how much of this is
5: Trev having an honest sit-down with Mickey and saying, hey, this is your tryout for the job. Don't feel like you need to, to hitch your wagon to this previous staff just because they're the guys that have if been Do you think here.
2: changes need to be made, and Trev said that from the get-go, now Mickey needs to be right. And I, I think Bill Bush is tremendous, and he's been a coordinator. And I think Bill Bush can can do some some good things, but I think um, the the bright spot of the Frost era right now has been had been Chins and Fisher, mm. okay? Because it's not been the offensive line, it's not been the running backs coach that Scott brought with him. They they've gone turnstile at wide receiver coach and OC. I mean, it's just it's been a mess. And again, it is a four year bar bill what it is. Let's get to the phone lines here. Yeah, who's with us? We got John on the line. John, thanks for calling. Go ahead.
8: Yeah, hey guys. I, I want to talk a little bit about this coaching search and what what I think are the fans' responsibility in all this is. Um, just looking at Twitter and some conversations you know, that I've had with people, I, I, I'm a little bit afraid that it's really dangerous if people get in a camp for one coach and and they, you know, I've heard comments like, hey, if Trev can't go get Urban, then he should be fired, you know, he's or. idiotic. Hey, if we don't give Mickey a chance or let him go with this, then he's not loyal. Let's get, like, I really think it's dangerous for people to get, you know. It's
2: got to play out, John. Let, exactly. Let Mickey do let his do thing. His job. Let Mickey do his thing, and you got to assess. That's Trev's job, is to assess. All right, what's what's ceiling? What's big picture under Mickey? How does the season end? Because if he gets him to a bowl game, you gotta talk. And and quite frankly, you don't wanna lose the guy. Uh, and you gotta find out if if, okay, say it's it's six and six and Mickey does a good job. Is Mickey the the right answer, big picture? Or is Mickey best suited as an associate head coach and and a monster recruiter, a recruiting coordinator? with name, name your price to stay here you're not going to be the head coach but name your price to stay here or listen if you can go get a guy that can absolutely build better because he's done it then then that's where you need to go but no one's going to take Nebraska's phone call right now um right publicly and right and you just got to let it play out let Mickey do his thing make his changes and see if Nebraska can get better here in a bye week and 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 win some ball games. I mean, the 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 part of your schedule that's in front of you isn't easy, but it's it sure as hell isn't November yet.
8: Right, and I guess my my you know who I really want him to hire. What Trev Dyer? I'm going to support whoever he hires. That's who I want to get the job, and, and, that, and so I don't care who that is. And, and John,
5: I'll just pick you back. there, because I'm with you. And that there there seems to be this mentality among Husker football fans that. My guy is the only right guy to get this thing right, and everybody else is wrong. Whatever this is, exactly. this is Nebraska football. It's not like this is the most impossible gig in the world. It's been shown that it's not easy, but it's not it's hard a either. A lot
2: harder now than it's been, and you're a you're, lot harder now.
5: But you still, with the resources, the NIL, a new facility opening up, it, it's not like there's only one guy that can get this thing right. No, there, there are going to be coaches across the country ha- licking their chops at this opportunity. It's got to happen.
2: I, I, I think it's, I think it's a hard, hard, harder sell because of where they're at right now. To be honest with you. But it can still be sold. There's still somebody that's going to get it. Email in from Chad. Phone line open for you at 466 3776. If you're on hold, stay there. We'll get to your calls in a moment. But uh, Chad has a question. Chris, don't the Huskers need to hire a coach OC that emphasizes zone read, power run game? Minnesota does it, Wisconsin, power run game. And uh, defensively, they don't have four star guys. It doesn't have to be a successful power run game to make the whole team play better. Um, Can it get any better under Whipple? Line's got to be addressed, big time. Pardon the interruption, but I'd like to save you some money. I'm Brandon Vogel, managing editor of Hale Varsity. I wanted to
5: offer listeners of this podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we produce, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at HailVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of HailVarsity. That's HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe,
1: promo code GBR. Miss us? Come
8: here, brother. Give me a hug. Bring me in for the real thing.
1: We're on call for you. Catch the podcast at hailvarsity.com, the ESPN Lincoln app, or download them on iTunes. Saddle up, partner. Back to Hail
2: Varsity Radio. So pretty excited. Get to go up to, uh, to Omaha tonight and uh, hang out with good folks of the No Block, No Rock podcast. They were kind enough to invite me, so that'll be uh, dropping on your Heard At podcast network at some point this week. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel, and great to be with you on a Monday presented by Currency. A lot of fun. Coach Darlington with us for an hour. We tweeted out, football facts, Coach George's class in Lincoln uh, get signed up for that here in the next 24 hours. Uh, class is ongoing in Omaha. Thanks for all your emails and calls, too. Tough one against Oklahoma. Good five minutes was was pretty awesome if you're a Nebraska fan. And, man, that was electric. And then OU got to work and uh, did what they do, the Chenander dismissal. Uh, we'll see if it improves the Nebraska defense with a new voice. And I think Bill Bush is really talented. But I think you got to say thanks to Coach Chenander. He's a guy that put uh, put the time in and, and made that defense way better than it was with what he had when he got here. And that's back to Texas question, Elijah. You know, is, is Nebraska worse off now than they were before Frost arrived? I think the leadership was absolutely the leadership and supervision from the Moose and Frost. Uh, it's like he just didn't do your job or didn't do parts of your job you don't like doing. And I think that has put this place in a really bad spot. It's not, it's not unfixable, but it's, it, it's, as, it's, it's, down. It's right at or below 2017 right now, in my opinion. And, and I'll differ
5: with you just slightly because of how college football has changed. It's not like you don't have the ability. I mean, you have a better ability to turn over a roster now than you ever have in college football's history, and if the cupboard is bare, you can bring in talent. You can mm-hmm. bring in guys that fit your mold a little bit better. And let's not forget, Nebraska's got a, a brand-new state-of-the-art football facility that's going to be opening up here soon. Yeah, Big Ten and, money and coming in. Th- there's I, there's, things, th- there's th- things deeper than just the guys on the football field. And in terms of guys on the football field, uh, I think it might be a wash. People s- seem to forget how terrible that defense was under Mike Riley uh, his I'm final year. Diaco. Diaco, but also Mike Riley. And in the offense and it was also a football field that was devoid of athletes and and you've seen better athletes during the frost era than you ever saw during Mike Riley's tenure aside from maybe year one Mm
6: -hmm.
5: you've seen better athletes come through this football program and I I don't think the problem is athletes I think the problem is how these guys have been developed and how they've been coached up and I think you have a a better starting spot in terms of building these guys up and turning them into football players than you did under Mike Riley however the talent itself may have been slightly better under Mike Riley, but I, I think you might have a better you had a lot of base. NFL guys. You, you had to tear down further than you did after Mike Riley right now, but I think the, the base for future success might be better right now.
2: You had a lot of guys that were, were recruited during the Riley era that are in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, and Scott's guys got a hold of some of those dudes and, and flipped them to a, to a higher level than they were playing with and playing at, Right. So it might be a wash, but it's it's the same low feeling. Now, you're you're if you're a Nebraska fan, you're one and 3 and you got time. You got Mickey, you got time and you got the the Bushman and we'll see what Indiana looks like, but they got to put the work in. And I think Mickey's going to be positive. He'll build them up, he'll make them confident, but he'll also work their ass off to get better. So I think that's the the name of the game here the next week. A uh, reminder to get your seatbelt on. Seatbelt save lives, prevent injury injuries, and if you do it the right way, you buckle up and save a life. Talk to you tomorrow at 4 on Hale Varsity.
0: A Huda Media Production.